Hello, and welcome to Screen Streets. My name is Cameron. I'm here with my buddy, Joel. Hello. And we're here to talk about movies, TV, and everything in between, whatever that may be. Uh, How are you today, Joel? I'm all right. Yeah? Doing all right? I'm feeling okay today. Doing okay this 4th of July weekend? I suppose. I'm not really doing anything for the holiday. I just, yeah, I feel okay today. Yeah. Yeah, if anything on my end that sounds like gunshots that's because people are lighting fireworks off all all night and it's not wait, even the fourth wait a minute it's the third yeah people can't wait brother Fucking, god damn it i know it's frustrating it's all right you're gonna be all right it's especially frustrating because where I live, there's a, an extreme heat warning because it's been like 110 degrees pretty consistently for like a week and uh, things are catching fire like crazy. So I expect a few fires from this 4th of July. Hopefully not in your yard. Yeah, really. I really hope so. Man, but, that weather sucks, dude. I'm sorry. It really does. This uh, Pacific Northwest heat wave is... I've been complaining about like 98 to 100 lately. I'm like, oh, it's hot out. It is hot. I know, but like, I can't bitch to you. You're like, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, well, I mostly stay inside in my air conditioning and only have to venture outside at night when I work. So not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad, although for a while, the store I work at didn't have air conditioning, and uh, it was, you know, it was like 90 degrees and 2 in the morning, so that was fun. Yuck. But hey, what can one do except, you know... Watch movies and TV. (laughs) That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, you watch anything good lately, Joel? Um, I'm watching a lot of cooking shows lately, and I don't know why. Like, I just, I watched one, and it, like, set me down a rabbit hole of, like, just watching a bunch of food shows. Yeah. uh, I don't know, this Wednesday, like, my summertime obsession comes back, like, Big Brother, it's coming back on the air this Wednesday. Oh, on Wednesday. And that's like my my shit. I've been watching it since I was 20 years old and I'm 42. You should like be I'm, on that show. Uh, I don't I don't think I have it in me. Not in like I'm in a wheelchair. Not in this state. I don't have it in me. I can't do these competitions. <laughs> Well, they uh, they keep getting more and more diverse. They're going to have to add a handy, capable person at some point. The very first one of the show was a guy with one leg. Yeah. Okay. So they're like, we don't need to do that anymore. We got on the first try. Maybe. <clears throat> but I don't know. Like, I, I'm in it for the mental game because it's just, it's my favorite, most brilliant game in the world that just 
these people go through these like mental gymnastics of like who's lying to me and like what can I trust? What do I need to believe? Like who's is she talking about me? Like they get so paranoid over their own just their own thoughts consume them. So like if yeah. you can be like a cool customer and just be like, is that what you heard? All right. And not like flip out about it. You have a good shot. People are like, I like this guy, man. I don't want to send him home. But Isn't know, that? It's just it's very much like a cerebral game of chess, even though it's painted with a brush to be like it's just another reality show, like all the others. Like Those people that are just cool customers though that just kind of like hey and everyone just kind of likes isn't that what they call floaters on the show the real winners are the ones who have it planned out from the beginning right no floaters are people that whoever the the person in power is they are on that guy's side for the week until the new person comes in power then they cozy up to them like they just they float to where the power is well, okay. I trust you. You know more. I, I heavily, heavily researched this show. And, it, like, yeah, it's the only show I can watch live as it's happening. Like, anytime during the day, I can just click a button and check in on the house and see who's scheming about what. And I've caught some pretty epic confrontations. Just if you wait long enough, you will see it. Yeah, I got pretty into it at one point, and I was into the even the the live cams like you and the. You might catch some pretty interesting stuff on those live cams, or the chances are you're gonna just see a bunch of people lounging around being bored. This is correct. <laughs> you're gonna spend a lot of time watching people doing nothing, brother. But I don't know you. You kind of quit in the beginnings of the game a little bit like the live stuff i mean like once it gets down to the fucking seven or eight left oh my god dude it's nothing but game talk because they're trying to position themselves for the win i was live streams all of uh season 15 oh were you okay some of season 16 and then I think that's when I dropped out was more the beginning of season 16 and just watched the TV show. You know what? I guarantee you our listeners did not want to hear about this much about Big Brother. All right. So, yeah. We've been talking about it for like four minutes. Hey, that's, that's part of your life, man. It is. Hey, I am who I am. And I've been, uh, I've just been playing video games lately, mostly on my, my off time playing I got my online capabilities set up, so I've been playing Star Wars Star Wars Battlefront online, and I'm not very good, man. I'm not a good video game player, but you know what? That's fine. You don't need to be good to have fun. It helps. It helps. It is frustrating when you're bad, like me, yeah. and uh, you just you just walk in and you just people just shoot you from across the map with a sniper. I don't exactly. get. How's that fun to be a sniper person and be like, I'm just going to just shoot people across the map. If you're a sniper out there listening, then stop doing that, man. They're probably That's not nice. trolls in real life. They just like to see people get upset. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's fun when you're when you're when you're that good. Just trying to maybe. watch the world burn. Yeah. 
All right. Joel, should we should we do some word on the street? You bet. All right. Word on the street. Um the HBO series Lovecraft Country was canceled after only one season. Really? You liked that show, didn't you? You know, I gotta say, it had a drop in quality that was pretty crazy after like the first episode. It was oh, a really? it had a first episode that set up <laughs> so much and then it kind of just it just didn't really uh deliver from then on. Although I will say uh, Journey Smollett was great on that show. Like, you know her from... Um, yeah, I'm a fan. You know her from, what was the... T- Friday Night Lights, uh, the Friday TV Night show. Lights, yeah. She was on the she final was, she season was on of that. True Blood, too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she was really good on that show. So I'm hoping she finds work somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really, I remember you really hyping that show for me. Like, you have to watch this fucking show and that was like I the I, first episode yeah i said that after the first episode and then yeah never really <laughs> brought it up again because <laughs> it was fine i'd still say it was fine i i can understand why it would be canceled it it was yeah, i don't know i don't really have an opinion on that news story i never watched the show okay but yeah it did look expensive though maybe that's why it was canceled probably it was interesting. All right. Okay, so uh, word on the street. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is in hot water again regarding yeah. his Bruce Lee controversy from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And uh, it's due to his novelization of the film coming out and his recent appearance on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, I heard about all this. Yeah, apparently, uh, well, in the movie... Uh, Brad Pitt like beats up Bruce Lee, and uh, people are like, "Why? Why did you make it so a guy could beat up Bruce Lee?" And he's kind of a dick in the movie. And apparently, the depiction of Lee in the novel is even worse. Like he's more of a dick. And on Joe Rogan's podcast, Tarantino said it was well known that Bruce Lee had no respect for American stuntmen. And he didn't understand, unless you were related to Lee, why you would care. If you said you're not related to Lee, suck a dick. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what Tarantino says. So you have to respect him for, you know. I respect his daughter for going full tilt on Tarantino, just being like, listen, idiot, this is why I'm upset, not because of what what you think I'm upset about. Oh, yeah, yeah. She... uh she wrote an op-ed piece condemning uh condemning his idea of uh was it uh what a white man thinks of an asian man of an asian man in film or something yeah she was just like like you have no idea how hard it was for my dad to get work as an asian actor with an accent so like yeah he had a bit of chip on his shoulder and he kind of was arrogant because he wanted to show the world what he could do and like it was just so hard for him to even get his foot in the door he was he was angry at people because of it yeah yeah i can i can see both sides of the issue i can see both sides of the issue but um i i was definitely understanding 
<laughs> the idea of not being happy about it, but Tarantino kind of won me around when he said, suck a dick. I'm like, okay, this guy, <laughs> this guy doesn't care. Oh yeah. He doubled down on it. <laughs> this guy doesn't care. And, uh, I kind of, I respect that. So right on. Yeah. He doubled down on that shit. All right. Word on the street. Uh, Production on Knives Out 2 has begun, and uh, Joel, this cast is insane. Yeah, dude. It's like, did you get your notice in the mail that you've been cast in Knives Out 2? Yeah, no. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's added such stars as Dave Batista, Catherine Hahn, Edward Norton, Kate Hudson, Ethan Hawke, and several more. Right, dude. I'm like, this movie, like, the first movie was fine. It was like it was these, fine. These five family members. Can and I say? Like, I don't. I'll agree with you that it was fine with the crazy cast. I don't get why it was so hyped, man. A little overhyped, in my it. opinion. I liked it I liked okay. It. I liked it more than fine, but not like I thought it was fine. Jumping up and down about it. I thought it was fine. I think it's crazy that they get all these actors, man. I don't understand what this movie's going to be with that many actors. It's going to be nothing like the first film where it's just Daniel Craig like trying to find out who did it between like five or six family members. Now there's like 40 people in the fucking movie that are all A-listers. Yeah, how do they do they have to spend like a Transformers budget just to make this or do they all take pay cuts because they respect the film so much? My guess would be that they they went scale, like they took a smaller than they would usually get fee. That's that's what I would think too. Because I just I can't imagine they're like knives too, or we gotta spend, we gotta spend fucking four hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't imagine all these actors are getting their their normal fee. I wonder if Edward Norton insisted on doing rewrites since it's uh, pretty well known. That's what he liked to do in movies. He comes on and rewrites a movie. I mean, I don't think that's going to fly. Yeah, maybe. Especially when they have 47 other top list actors and you can just, okay, you can leave. Like we've got a lot more. (laughs) Yeah. They can just plug any 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 other a-lister in that we'll just put ethan hawk in your role it's fine you can go home that's cool and he's like wait what (laughs) no i don't want to leave i'm I'm cool the script's good (laughs) yeah maybe the script is amazing time will tell yeah i thought the first one was was fun and the first one also had a pretty insane cast I don't know. I really like Daniel Craig in it. I thought he was, like, charming. Yeah, it was a good role for him. It was a fun little movie. It was a fun little mystery movie. That's what I thought. That's what I... Exactly. Fun little mystery movie, which we don't don't get a whole lot of those. All right. Um, Word on street. NBC series Ultimate Slip and Slide. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was canceled after, uh, like, most of the crew, apparently, came down with explosive diarrhea. 
I mean, how, how does this happen? This, this was a show that was hosted by Ron Funches and uh, Bobby Moynihan and was going to be a fun little slip and slide show. And it was like a week away from being done. And then yeah. everyone on the crew just like started shitting everywhere. Apparently when I first read the headline, it's like freaking ultimate slip and slide postponed because of like diarrhea outbreak. What I thought was that they were like diarrheaing down the slip and slide. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I was, I was like, oh no. I have to be honest. That's what I was hoping for. So, <laughs> but this is still, it's still fun. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yikes. Yeah, apparently, like one guy on the crew caught this disease and just spread it around to everybody. That is. That's a rough. That's a rough thing. Yeah, that's a rough day at work right there. So luckily, Bobby Moynihan or Ron Funches didn't get it, so that's good. Yeah, I like both those guys. Yeah, it was good. Those are good. Those are good dudes. All right. Uh, word on the street. Uh, Flight of the Concords. Jermaine Clement and Brett McKenzie are developing a new series. Uh, they describe as action adventure comedy. That's that's pretty much it. They're they're just writing it right now together. I just thought it was interesting because I love those guys. Wait, who is? Uh, the Flight of the Concords. You know, Jermaine and Brett. Oh, okay, they're they're doing like a buddy movie. A show. They're writing a show. Okay. An action adventure comedy. They said. Yeah, right on. I'm down. Like those guys are funny and they make funny things pretty much exclusively. They say it's going to be a little more action than they than they've done before, which uh, which I think is is interesting. We'll see how that works. Uh, people haven't done action until they do action, you know. Yeah, I remember. I wasn't. I mean, it was fine. I wasn't really huge on the movie. Uh, he and Peel did Keanu. I thought it was a little. It, it was yeah. It was yeah. fine. That was their action comedy. It was fun enough that there were funny jokes in it but like yeah i was hyped to see it and it just was kind of a letdown it's one of those movies you watch once and you're like yeah okay i'm good yeah fun fact i was a i was a film critic for a little bit and that was the first movie i reviewed keanu Mm -hmm. really yes do you remember do you remember the score you gave it was it it like a i think i gave it like a six oh okay Maybe a seven. I feel like I remember a seven, but you know what? It's been so long. It would be weird. I don't remember these things. Yeah. All right. All right. And that'll, that'll bring us into our, our trailer talk segment here. Our hype set. All right. So for our hype segment, um, My first movie is one you probably didn't see and I didn't tell you to see because I didn't think it was that important is Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, I watched it. Oh, you did watch it. I I couldn't resist. I needed to see what this movie fucking looked like. This uh, this trailer kind of just dropped like a like a turd in the middle of everybody's living room that nobody wanted. (laughs) I mean, I don't I don't get this why does the dog why is clifford why is his shade of red so off-putting man he looks he looks yeah 
I understand that, but they could have gone with literally any other shade of red. This this looks like a golden retriever that is just bathed in somebody's blood or something. It's like an off pink. I don't know. When I saw him, I was like, that's Clifford. Like that's the shade of red he is. It's not near it's not the same shade of red as in the books. It's not dark red. No, it's not dark red. That's not that's not Clifford red. Okay. And uh it's uh it's off putting. It's an off putting color and it's 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 a weird story, man. I don't she cries onto a dog and it turns huge. That's not how Clifford works. He he if I recall he gets big because of the amount of love the girl has for him. Like, Clifford grows by love. In the trailer? No, in, like, the lore. <laughs> Clifford Cannon. Oh, I, I'm not overly familiar with Clifford Cannon. I just know that he, he grew like a normal dog. Like, he was small, and then he was mid-sized, and then he was, then he was big. He didn't, he didn't wake up one morning and was Clifford the big red dog. I need to say something. I don't know, man. You know what? I don't care about the lore, though. I just, it's, yeah. yeah anyway, I need, I need say? to say something. Uh, I never in my life thought I would be like, hey, man, in, in Clifford Cannon, like Clifford the Big Red Dog, this is Cannon. Never thought that would happen. Uh, yeah. As I was talking about it, I was like, why would I give a shit about Clifford Cannon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like it's like, some it just happened to be a piece of knowledge that i knew like i grew up with those books too for a second i was getting real serious like this was like this was like like i'm a star wars fanatic and you know they're like i'm like hey no in the books this is how <laughs> clifford was i'm like you know i really don't give a shit i just the the trailer just didn't look great to me yeah i think we'll, we should move on dude we're like i'm like our fans are gonna be like these guys love clifford we we don't we're huge clifford guys i just wanted to bring it up for a second like i said i was i was underwhelmed somewhat all right all right, all right the next trailer i wanted to talk about was uh the Many Saints of Newark, the prequel movie to The Sopranos show. I mean, I told you to watch this one. Yep. Did you watch The Sopranos, Joel? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, this was uh this has Michael Gandolfini playing a young version of Tony Soprano, who was originally portrayed by his late father James Gandolfini. And uh I think it's pretty eerie how much he looks like his father in some of these shots. I think it looks I think it looks pretty good. Like I'm kind of conflicted. Why so, bro? I don't know. Like I I I didn't want to be, but like I got like a weird feeling watching the trailer. Because it looked cool. The movie looks good and I'll probably watch it and like it. Yeah. But, like there was just part of me that's like I Sopranos without James Gandolfini is fucking weird. This is as close to you as as it you can get though without him. I, I guess I, his son I, looks I doubt like him. His son is like an Emmy award winning. He might be. I don't know. But like well, Gandolfini is hard to re- fucking replace. Yeah. Well, they've gotten some pretty cool actors to uh, flesh out the cast besides him, like John Bernthal, Vera Farmiga, Ray Liotta. So. 
you got a lot of the you got a lot of talent in there. People I like. Yeah. Like I said, like I preface that by saying it looks cool. I'll probably enjoy it. Like I just I had like a gnawing feeling, being like, man, I miss James Gandolfini. Well, we all miss James Gandolfini. He was uh, he was great at what he did. But yeah, but like that. Those are my thoughts on it. I'll like give I, it a chance. I think I'll like it. All right. Next trailer we have is uh, "Don't Breathe 2. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Lang is back as this blind man who kills people. Uh, this trailer was weird, man. It Ella. was. Ella. <laughs> so the first movie was he's this blind guy. The people break into his house, and you think, oh, this poor blind guy. And then it turns out he's like he has people tied up in his basement that he's raping with the turkey think, baster. I think the only reason he, they put that in there because like we need to make him uh, the antagonist because otherwise like these three kids that break into his house to steal his shit are good guys. Yeah, but <laughs> so he was him worse. He was horrifying, and in this yeah. trailer, he's like he appears to be the good guy. He has like yeah, a he's little. Like, he's, Went from like he's the victim now. He's like there's a little girl that he's protecting, and these like guys take her, and he's like on a revenge mission to get her back. And it's just like, what is going on here? Yeah, this guy very much not don't breathe. Like they just that's the same character in a completely different plot line. I just I don't want to root for this man that rapes women with turkey basters. I don't either. <laughs> that's why I was like I watched it like you said it was fucking weird I was, I was hyped for it because I love Don't Breathe like I don't I know. really like horror movies and I thought that movie was excellent it was pretty cool but uh yeah like, I watched this and got none of that none of that excitement I like maybe maybe there's going to be some kind of twist you know where he is the bad guy like uh, he's Stole that girl from somebody, and uh, you know, those guys are trying to take her back or something. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I'll watch it, but yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, it's just a it was a weird trailer to me. I agree right. completely. The trailer was odd, to say the least. It's still, it had cool looking stuff in it. I mean, it's a cool character. <laughs> he does, he's like Daredevil. There was a scene where he was like laying down and he kind of set a trap for the guys to where like when water hit him, he knew that fucking they were there. Yeah. Like as soon as the water hit him, he like jumped up like, let's go. Like, I was yeah. like, oh shit, that was cool. Yeah. Like he has his little tricks of knowing if you're there or not. Yeah, I guess he's not like completely like Daredevil, but he's Daredevil enough. They have the military shit. Like, he's, like, a super, like, military, like, top-ranking guy. Yeah, like, Special Forces guy. Yeah. He's Stephen Lang. He was in Avatar. Anyway. Still, I've never seen Avatar. Oh, really? Nope. Well, you better bone up, man, because Avatar 2 will be coming out at some point. I probably won't watch that one either. Nah, you gotta watch it. You're gonna have to watch it for the for the, for the this, if we're still doing this. <laughs> Yeah. We got to Anyway, our final trailer was uh Beckett. And this is one I just made you watch today, I think. 
Correct. And it's starring John David Washington. And uh, it just looks like a fun little action trailer where it's like this American is on vacation in Greece and he just kind of gets embroiled in some kind of weird conspiracy and he can't trust the police and he's on the run. It looks like a fun movie to me. Bro, like, out of all the trailers I watched this week, yeah, that was the one that got me the most hype. Really? Yeah, like, I watched it and I was like, fucking A, dude, this is, like, right up my alley. It looks cool, man. Yeah, like, I love fucking these, like, people on the run movies. Yeah. And especially when, like, just the scenery was fucking beautiful, too. Like, usually they take place in, like, alleyways and shit. He's, like, running around the European countryside. Yeah, he's all over Greece. And, like, he's gonna, like, jump off this cliff, this small cliff, and usually those are, like, just these drab, gray, rocky things. And his is, it's green as a grass, dude, and it just looks pretty. Like, even the cliff he has to jump off of looks nice. It's not all gray and depressing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'd like to see uh, John David Washington in more things, because the last thing I saw him in was that uh, Netflix movie with Zendaya that just I didn't care for you liked. You are not a fan. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to see him in something I might like because i could tell even in that movie that i didn't care for he's like this this guy's got chops man yeah denzel's kid man yeah my apple didn't fall far from the tree yeah it's pretty cool so yeah beckett i think is that gonna be a netflix one i think or yeah i think at the end it said netflix it's yeah it's always hard to see that's a that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, these fucking studio movies and Netflix movies are not too far apart in quality. You know, Netflix they might they might bring back the because uh, this looks more like a mid, like not a huge budget, like a mid budget kind of action thriller, yeah. which I I liked. I kind of missed that. You know what I mean? Because for the past few years, we haven't really gotten a lot of those. It's like. You either get Avengers or you get Marriage Story. You know, it's like yeah. you're getting you're getting the big budget or you're getting an indie. Yeah, you don't get many like the fun smaller action movies these days. They're all big like spectacles. Yeah, so I think that's cool. Anyway, all right, all right. So that brings us to this week's. Binge or cringe? Yeah. And this, <laughs> this week we have season two, season two of Too Hot to Handle. Joel, come on, Joel, what are you doing to me, brother? <laughs> I'm the resident. I'm the resident reality guy. I guess I'll fucking give the description for this one. Please uh, describe what this show is. All right. So, a bunch of like muscular beautiful sexy men and women get like dropped off at this little villa and they're told they're taking part in some reality show called like private party something something yeah 
And then, so they're all just like ready to go. And then the twist drops that they're on a show called Too Hot to Handle, where there's a pot of money. And every time they kiss or grope each other or buck or masturbate, like they lose money out of that prize bucket. Yeah. That's basically the show. (laughs) That's the show. That's the show. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I was going to like break down the cast, but I can't bother. They're the same. They're all, they're all the same thing. And it's like, at least they're all, I feel like maybe there's some more nuance to them, but they really edit these poor people to make them seem like the stupidest possible people in the world. I don't think that was all editing, dude. I think, I think there's some editing there. I mean, these are the most vapid motherfuckers I've seen on a show in a minute. They're, like, they're, it's not like regarding sex or about sex. They do not want to know about it. Like any yeah. knowledge that comes their way that isn't about them getting laid, they're like, I'm good. I'm good, dude. I don't need to know about that shit. I, I know I can get laid and that's what I do. I get laid every day. Like, I'm just like, must be nice, bro. I'm just, just living a life just of dumbness and banging. <laughs> so, uh, how many episodes did you watch? I watched two. I was, I tapped out after two. I tapped out after two, too. Um, here's my thing is like, um, yeah, I also tapped out at two. So, the prize money starts out on a hundred thousand dollars. I don't really understand how they're going to get a full season out of this season because <laughs> these people hear the rules and they're like, we we're too horny to care. Yeah. And by and the, it's like one person fucked up and then everyone's like, well, we can be naughty too. And then like they go to the fucking thing. It's like hundred thousand dollars is now fucking like 70 something thousand dollars. And they're like, wait, what? That's the end of the second day. The end of the second day, they've done enough <laughs> yeah. to lose. So I imagine by the end of episode three, the money's got to be all gone, right? I mean, that's the only thing that makes me kind of want to watch more is just like, what do they do now? I don't know. They just don't. I I don't want to watch. I don't think they're watching the show because I'm just like, you people are animals. (laughs) It's grossing me out. Like, there's yeah. no conversations on this show that aren't about, like, let me fucking kiss you. Let me, like, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, I'm going to barf. That's how they connect. That's a horrible way to connect. Well, Not for oh, them, though. That's what they want. Are they me, that, like, I'd like a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see the cast a little bit. Okay, there's the there's the guy named Cam who's like English and he bothered me so much because for one main reason is he throughout this the first couple episodes he wears this and I'm going to put this so heavily in quotations shirt this shirt that was okay, imagine someone put on a tight shirt and then just cut it off above the nipples. And that's all it was. <laughs> what the fuck was the point of that thing? What is the 
I don't understand what the point of that is. Well, it's he not... wanted to wear a shirt, but he also wanted everyone to see his body. <laughs> but he didn't want to wear a shirt. That's, that's the... his idea of formal wear, bro. That was the stupidest looking thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, oh, I remember a few years back thinking it was dumb when dudes started wearing shirts that had the open sides. I'm like, okay, guy. But now I'm like, oh, that that seems like that's like a snow coat for Cam. That's like a winter wear. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I know what you're talking about. And I saw it and I was like, I wasn't even upset about it. I just thought it was fucking was- hilarious. I was furious. I'm like, who made? He had to make him. Uh, did he make that? Do they make Probably. that for people? I, I don't know. Maybe. Like I've never seen that in a. I've never seen that on a human. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Solid point. And uh, I, here's a here's kind of a bad thing that I shouldn't say, but. Because all these people are like, they're so, that's the one thing you'll give them is they're incredibly attractive. Except I'll say there's one who I feel like doesn't fit in. And that's this New Zealand lawyer lady, Larissa. And I don't know, man, her face bothers me. Is it just me? I feel like she's gotten so much plastic surgery or something. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Her lips lips are like, yeah. Yeah. Her lips are like dumb looking. And I'm, I'm, she looked a little off. I'm like, this lady's face, she looks like a one of those 60 year old women that are trying to look younger, but but she's only 28. Well, like, what are you doing to your face? Stop it. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, people like that keep doing that until they look like a duck. So they look like uh, the one cat lady. I'm not talking about her. She looks like a duck to me, too. <laughs> yeah. They all look like ducks because they all have beaks. And, like, or not beaks, but, like, bills. Their lips have turned into, like, duck bills. But uh, <laughs> the funniest thing to me was, like, at the end of the second episode, she was like, I didn't do anything with anybody. These people, ah. Uh. And I'm like, no one wanted to do anything with you. There's hotter people there. There is. It's mean to think that, but I was like, yeah, like, did you see some of these other girls? It was so funny how they set up the show, and it was like they brought in that first guy who's like the, uh, who's like the stripper, the, the English stripper who wears a boy hat. And I was like, this guy is like, might be the dumbest guy ever. And then by the end of the first episode, I'm like, this guy's the smartest of by far. Yeah. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> he's like, he's like by far the most normal one. Like, and it's just the most grounded person there. And when he came out, you're like, what a dope. What a... But then you meet the dopiest of the dopey. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're all, they're all, these are just, these are unpleasant people. I've got to say. Completely. And I bet they're going to lose, like, they're, they're going to go home with, like... Nothing. Well, well the fucking, the, the host said something about, like, this year it's not a group thing. Like, it's an individual oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, so, they don't all... So, maybe, uh... Maybe the people maybe... that, like, did their job will get more. 
Yeah. And not the not the dumb people like Cam and stuff who's like, oh, just won't okay. The dude with the, like the big ass chompers. I don't. Yeah. The dude with Cam- like the smile, like the blindingly white smile. The one with the shirt. I I mean, I'm trying to remember which one that was. I just remember the shirt. Like the, uh, the one who hooked up like immediately, the one who got like the first yeah, yeah. violation. That guy. Yeah, that was that was yeah. Cam. Yeah, that was Cam. Which I wonder if it's short for Cameron, because hey, we could be we could be name buds. Yeah, totally. Some people call me Cam. Look him up on Instagram. That's okay. That's okay. I'd rather. I'm fine. <laughs> I do have to imagine some of it's down to editing. I mean, these people can't be. They can't be. They just can't be. I, dude, I know people, man. I've <laughs> met people. Like there are people like that, and not as bad. But it, it I hate it. Like I could not stand like hanging with one of these people for a day. Like going out to lunch and whatever. I just be like, bro, put your fucking shirt on. We're at Denny's. <laughs> it's like I got my shirt on. It's just cut off above <laughs> the nipple. Uh, this one, this one gets a cringe for me in the like high, like the purest sense of that word. Like I was yeah. cringing during this shit. I'm like, bro, that's not gonna work. And then these bitches are like, yeah, it works a lot. Like you're gonna kiss both of us now. And I'm like, all right. I agree. It was a cringe for me. I don't think I'll be continuing. I don't plan on continuing. I <laughs> it was. I commend the producers for, I mean, I can't imagine many stupider people out there or better looking. So they found a good combination of both those things or horny. I mean, how, why are these people so horny? I don't get it. Like they're, I, I don't know. Like there's people out there, I guess, like I said that like, if it's not about getting laid, they don't want to know this knowledge. Like, they put all of their energy into, I'm going to get laid, like, really, really, really soon, and I know it. (laughs) And it's like, all right, man. Good luck. Have fun. I thought I had a high libido, and uh, you know what? This show makes me feel better about myself. You know what? Maybe I'm more normal of a person. Maybe. I'm not a a too-hot-to-handle kind of person. I think you'd lose a lot of money there, though, if you know what I'm saying. No, I'm married, brother. No, the other the other kind of gratification. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you can't do that either. Yeah, that is rough. That is rough. It's kind of weird, though, because it's like, it's fine if you just, like, hang out and, like, are, like, laying on each other. That's fine. I don't know, man. The rules are well, weird. There's no way to stay like to keep your horny level down then just like lay all over each other yeah i don't but i don't want to talk about this show anymore cameron all right all right so too hot to handle that gets a double cringe from us okay so that'll that'll bring us to main street main street this week uh joel you have your own we're gonna do a little different here yeah Joel has one and I have one that uh, one of us has seen and the other hasn't seen and the other one hasn't. We're just going to talk about the movie we saw. 
I, I just I have a couple actually. Oh, you do? Like I'll, just go, I'll just go through them quick. Okay. I watched uh, Good on Paper on Netflix. Stars Eliza Schlesinger as like a stand-up comic who's really frazzled and really like struggling in their love life. And she meets this guy on a plane named Dennis. And they kind of hit it off. And, like, he's just really, like, kind of has every answer for every question she has. And she's like, you're just the best. And, like, they start kind of hanging out and shit. And she's like, I, I'm not really attracted to him, though. And then something happened. Like, like he... The thing about the movie is, like, she keeps thinking he's lying about shit. Because he is lying about shit. Yeah. Like, but he keeps like coming up with ways to distract her from that. He's like that super gaslighting her, right? And like, so like he came home one day, or just like to her house one day, and was like, "My mom's sick." Just like to, she was starting to grill him, and he's like, "I'm, I can't think right. My mom's sick right now," and she's like, "Oh my god, come here!" And this is before they're even going out yet. Then she goes to like a dance club with him. She's like, I want to show you a good time tonight. And then they just kind of get intimate and like run home and screw and become like a thing. And like his lies just keep building and building. And she keeps becoming like stupider and stupider for like not getting the fuck out. Right. And like that's pretty much what the movie is is like her just like listening to his bullshit and like eventually having her day in court literally like okay. it was a weird movie it was a weird movie I didn't really like it that much like I just, oh. like the guy Ryan Hansen played the boyfriend and he was so fucking unlikable it made it hard to watch like not Brian... likable in a Ryan Hansen he was on like party down Oh, I was like Brian Henson, the uh, puppeteer. No, Ryan Hansen. Oh, okay, okay. Like, Here's the blonde guy on Party Down. Okay, yeah. But yeah, so it just he was so unlikable and like not in a way that's like, ooh, I want him to get his. It's just like I don't want to watch another scene with this fucking guy. Right. Like, it's upsetting me. But I will say that, like, Eliza Schlesinger was really good in the role, which surprised me. Sometimes I could find she gets a little bit too over the top. Yeah. But I thought she did a really good job. Mm. And I don't know. Uh, I give it, like, a five and a half. Okay. And the other one I watched was called The Outside Story. And hmm. it's, on, it's on Hulu, and it's pretty like it's pretty basic. Like it stars Brian Tyree Henry, which I discussed my love of last week. Yeah, like he's a uh, he's really like a shut in. Like he like he just he works for like AMC doing their like memorial packages. And he just works on those all the time, orders in food, hangs out with his girlfriend, and he just he never really leaves for anything. 
And so his girlfriend breaks up with him one morning. And he's like, what the fuck? No, just stay. And she's like, you, you don't want to live. You just want to exist here and play video games and do your shit. Like, I want to go out. I want to see people. And he's like, we can go out like once every couple of weeks or something. And she's like, I, I'm out, dude. I'm sorry. And so he's like, fuck. And he orders some food. And he goes down to, like, the delivery guy. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't bring a tip. Like, I'll hook you up next time. And he's like, no, you fucking won't. Like, don't tell me that shit, man. Like, they all tell me that, and they never do. Like, you don't have to promise that shit. If you're not going to tip, just don't tip. Right. And he's like, fuck, man. I'm sorry. I will hook you up next time. And then, like, he just goes back up to his place and throws down his keys and just is like, man, I need to go bring that guy some fucking money. So he, like, chases him down the street. And he's like, hey, hey, here, here's, here's some money, man. I'm sorry. Like, it wasn't intentional. And he's like, all right, thanks, man. And then he goes back to his house. And he left his keys in his apartment, and he locked himself out. And, like, he wasn't even wearing any shoes or anything. And he's just like, fucking goddammit. So, like, he just, he goes outside. He's, like, frantically trying to think of a way to get in his apartment. Like, he tries, like, the fire escape, and that's not really working because a cop busted him while he's on the fire escape trying to, like, break in his own window. And so, like, the cop becomes a running thing throughout the movie. The whole movie is about, like, he's just outside now and has to, like, interact with human beings. Okay. No one in his building will help him because he's lived there for years and never fucking even said hello to anybody, really. So, like, I don't even know who you are, dude. (laughs) And he's like, I live in this building or this apartment. So the whole movie is just him trying to get in his apartment, trying to figure a way in his apartment and spending like the whole day outside. Like he makes friends with a little girl. He ends up at some old lady's house to hear her play piano. Like he just does some cool shit that he would have never done. And then like, yeah, it's, it's pretty much like a bottle episode movie. It's just about this dude on his block trying to get in his fucking house. Right. But it's Brian Tyree Henry, so there's like a ton of charm behind it. And I I enjoyed it. Like it was, it was really good for what it was. <clears throat> like I was invested in his journey. I wanted to see how he was finally gonna get back in there. That was a <laughs> that was a hell of a setup, man. I was Sorry. like, You're just doing you're just doing a scene. I was like, Are you gonna do the whole movie but okay i I had to eventually be like it's basically about this yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i I get you trying to set it up so that like he gets outside and you know why he's outside and i got you like yeah that's why it's called the outside story he's just he has to spend the day outside yeah but yeah dude brian tyree mc or brian tyree henry really just has a range man like he can play like a thug he can play just this nice dude that just never talks to anybody but he's still charming when he does right i don't know i i liked it a lot 
I give it like an eight. Wow. It was it was good, man. Like I was I was happy when I was done watching it. Right on. And what movie was that again? The Outside Story. It's on Hulu. The Outside Story on Hulu. All right. Sounds like a recommendation from Joel there. Yeah, you can even watch it with the kids. It's pretty friendly. Right on. Right on. Uh, so, the movie I watched... Uh, okay, so I watched F9. Uh, which was the Fast and the Furious 9, the ninth installment in that franchise. I went and saw this in the movie theater last week, opening day, actually. Because... I'm a sucker for these movies, man. Yeah, man, tell me about it. I am too. Like I wanna I wanna hear hear your notes. I don't have too many notes. I mean like so like <laughs> my thing is if if you're like me, like you, and uh you're you're into these movies, you're gonna like it, I think. It's 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 a fast and furious movie. It is what it is, man. And uh if you haven't fully bought in at this point then this one this one's definitely going to rock you cuz <laughs> this movie is ridiculous hey all are about like from 5 to 9 i say from like 5 they all became superheroes and you should just view it in the same way that you'd yeah. watch like you'd watch any avengers you know because yeah they're going to do stuff that doesn't make any physical sense in the world <laughs> If uh, if you go flying a thousand feet and someone drives a car under you, you're gonna be okay. Yeah, for sure. That's that's like an established rule now. That just happens. Yeah, you can fall from any height and just from any flying of cars, like you're good. Like landing on anything doesn't hurt these people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this movie they do they do things. I mean, they go to space. They they do the they do the space thing. They take a crappy car and turn it into a rocket car and go to space in it. So, what are they doing in space? Like what are they looking for? Was it an accidental uh, trip to space? They need to take out a satellite that uh, John Cena is commandeering for evil purposes. That's fucking absurd. Like, let's just family, man. Let's build a rocket car and help my brother. <laughs> do you not want me to get in full spoilers, or I don't what do you? At all. You don't care. Um. Yeah. So they go into some of the backstory on John Cena and uh, and Vincent Vin Diesel's character um, when they were young, and their father died, and they're the rift between them. The rift was kind of like John C- young John Cena had killed their father. And so Vin Diesel oh, held shit. it against him. I can relate to that shit. Can you? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they held it against him and kind of, and that's why you haven't seen John Cena in these movies. If you're wondering like, hey, why, why, isn't, why doesn't he have a brother that you've seen? How is he showing up now? Well, that's, that's why. And I don't know, man. I have no idea where to begin. It's just, it's all ridiculous. It's Vin Diesel. He might be, he might be going a little far with his, 
his uh, portrayal. I mean, there's a there's a point where he fights like hand to hand combat, like thirty guys in this movie, and you're like, oh, thirty guys, they're gonna take him down, and he takes them on, and <laughs> he takes them on, and maybe when you think they're gonna they're gonna get him, you know what he does? What? He grabs a chain that's just hanging down in this building and he pulls the building down around them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does because he's Vin Diesel, man. Damn it, I want to see this fucking movie now. Yeah. Like, this might be, t- other people might be like rolling their eyes at this review and I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. It is. It's like you just gotta go with it and laugh at it. There's so many things. Vin Diesel take down a building with a chain after he's fought them all. There's so many points where I I guffawed in the theater. There's this scene where John Cena he uh he pulls off some kind of bad guy thing that he's doing, and then he zip lines across the city, and you're like, and they show him zip lining, and you're like. Okay, so he's ziplining to another building, and then they cut to some other action, and then cut back to John Cena's zipline, and you're like, "How long is this motherfucker ziplining?" Yeah, I, th- I think they did something similar to that in Hobbs and Shaw. He uh, he ziplines for like five straight minutes. At one point, they show him getting onto another building and shooting another line. So it's like he had planned this. And I just don't understand because he's not really ziplining faster than he could have drove. And these are car movies. <laughs> it's like just getting a car, Cena. But is it awesome? It's incredibly awesome. Of the, zip the zip lining. I every time John Cena zip lining, it made me laugh. It's like he's somehow lazily doing it, like he's at a resort zip lining, but he's not having fun. <laughs> he just looks know, he just he, he's a 16 time world champion he wrestled for a long time he's kind of over it now you'd think he'd be more into it in the acting but yeah he's just like nah I'm fucking I put in my time I'm just gonna chill here and zip line for your movie and at this point in the franchise they really just don't care they're like okay so John Cena at the end it's like He's doing all this bad guy shit, trying to do bad guy shit. And then the bad guys he's working with turn on him. And then all of a sudden that makes him a good guy. Isn't that always the way? I guess. That's pretty much like, that's how it works in wrestling too. Like your heel team fucking beats you down and now you're the big star. I guess. I'm just like, he. if, if those guys hadn't done what they did... Vin Diesel, he would have he would have killed you still. Why are you you should you should still be angry at John Jonathan Cena? But no, they they you know it's it's these movies, and uh, like we were angry at uh, what's his name Shaw before because he killed Han. Well, we don't need to worry about that because yeah. Han's back. Han is back. Did they explain that? Oh, buddy, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till this uh this explanation i mean heavy air quotes explanation it's it made me laugh so hard so they show the explosion where he died you know where he and then it just shows him sitting with kurt russell who's 
like Mr. Nobody. And he goes, Hey, neat magic trick. We're like, Oh, that's what we get. Wait, wait, what? Kurt Russell set it up to make it look like Han died. And the explanation <laughs> and the explanation is he did a mad he did a magic trick. He's like, oh, hey. Butt fuck yourself. Hey, neat magic trick. Kurt Russell's like, I've done bigger ones. I'm yes. like, oh. Thanks you gotta for this. Do better than that. Come on, no. guys. Thanks for this in-depth explanation. <laughs> Fucking magic trick. Okay. That's the only thing you've said so far that's upset me. Everything else is like solid gold. I don't know. Some other stuff upsets me. I feel like Vin Diesel, like he needs to, he can act. I've seen him act before. He was in Saving Private Ryan and things where he acts. And in these, it's like. He's pretty awesome as Groot. Yeah. And it's, well, he. I mean, okay. <laughs> he just, he can't have any range of emotions. His emotions are either angry or happy, but never scared. Like, no matter what kind of situation is, he can't even look a little bit worried. That's triple X, dog. Which kind of takes you out of the tension of some of these scenes. It's like, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. Why does he have a straight face? Yeah, I... I, I understand what you're saying. And, uh, I mean, this might sound mean, because I used to be a big fan, because I was a fan of the faculty, but uh, Jordana Brewster in this movie is terrible. She's awful. She's, like, not a least good... favorite part of the faculty. She is terrible in this movie, man. I just, I'm like, ugh, ugh. You didn't need. I, for one thing, it was weird to include her in the action because then it's like they have to explain why Brian's not there, and then it's like Brian's not there because he's babysitting. I'm like, that makes Brian look like a grade A bitch. <laughs> like, your... I know Vin Diesel gets to go out like this. Just I'll kill you all, and Brian's off in Wonderland somewhere, just babysitting for his friend. Yeah, but you don't. You like it's fiction. You didn't have to do Brian dirty like that. You could have <laughs> made it like, oh, he's fucking working on an oil rig somewhere. At least give him a semblance of manlyhood. Still, he's off on a secret mission for the FBI and yeah, somewhere. <laughs> God, I don't know. But yeah, uh, they. Yeah, that's not good. But oh well. Um. I mean, it's fun. It's like I said, I'm into it. So, yeah, I'm still into it. I'm 100% in. I'd give it like a 7.5. I had a lot of fun. All right. I recommend going to the theater for this one and laughing with everybody else. Was everybody else laughing with you? Some more, you know, I we my theater lost a lot of people because I think I told you this uh Oh yeah. During during the screening, uh, it stopped, and then we had to move to a different theater. So a lot of people dropped out, and it was actually a pretty small showing. But me and my buddy were laughing, and yeah. All right. Um, that'll bring us to our final movie of the evening, which is The Ice Road, which is a Netflix film, and this this movie stars Liam Neeson. As him and his brother, 
his brother has mental disabilities and they're kind of racing against time in a semi truck to deliver supplies to some trapped miners as they uh, traverse Canada's deadly ice roads and a conspiracy within the mining company that's working against them to make it not get there. And uh, Joel, what do you think about the ice road? I liked it. Like it was, yeah. it was, I mean, it's like what I expected it would be. Just like kind of <laughs> like the run-of-the-mill Liam Neeson kind of action thriller. Yeah. With an ice road trucker twist. Yeah. It's like it's where he's best, honestly. Like when he tries to do other movies, it just, I don't know. Like I like him in this zone because he just, he's the best at it. It's weird that this guy who was like a celebrated actor before Taken did Taken, and then it's like that's what he is now. It, it, I mean, it's not untrue. <laughs> it's like this was Oscar Schindler. This was he was in all kinds of things, and that's like he did Taken, and he's like, okay, those are my movies now. Well, maybe he did Taken and had a fucking blast. He's like, I could have fun making movies again. Yeah. Yeah, this movie, I liked it too. I liked it. Um, it was, for me, the biggest problem. It was like a weird, there was like weird escalation and de-escalation of stakes within the movie. And what I mean is like, okay, so some of the action stuff is very practical, like trucker stuff where they have to like get things out of, you know, like get a trailer out of ice. Right, which is which is cool and is actually kind of exciting, and they'll show all the, like the hooking up of the chains and all that, but it's not as exciting when they just had like a shootout. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. like those, those there's like some kind of shootout and a fight, and then that's like okay, let's get the chains on this truck, and I was like, this is kind of I don't know. No, I feel you. <laughs> it's a little weird. I really felt like a, I don't know, like a, a Jeff Daniels in Speed kind of moment when well, freaking Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne went down. Yeah, like, that was, was like, surprising. Like the really like for the cause, good guys. And then he just got trapped. His leg got broke. He got was getting pulled down by a freaking truck. So it's that... like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to die. Cut the rope. Like it, was, it felt like that fucking just you lost one of the characters i thought was going to be with us for a while that was probably like maybe the highlight of the movie for me just because it shocked me so much yeah it was like holy shit that was a real holy shit type moment i just imagine how like his whole body had to be getting torn apart so he's like cut the fucking rope like i'm not gonna make it i'm dying right now yeah, he had and then like just a table wrapped around his leg. His leg was broken, and it's like attached to a who knows how many ton trailer, like pulling at his leg with a cord around it. Like, yeah, dude, he's getting messed up as he's asking you to like spare me, cut the fucking rope. And then he gets dragged down into the the icy water to drown to death. Yeah. Pretty brutal way to go. Uh, not as brutal as getting your whole body ripped apart by a fucking trailer. Well, he only had his leg in there. He would have. He probably would have lost a foot, I imagine. But you know, 
You know what that's like. It wasn't like that. I promise you. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. I definitely did not lose my foot to being trapped in a icy water with a semi dragging me down. Yeah, I, I start telling people that though. It's a cooler story. It is. I'll probably tell the first person I tell would be like, "Dude, I've seen the Ice Road. It just came out. Like, what are you doing <laughs> right now?" I was being dragged into the water and they cut the rope. I swam up. It was it was pretty heroic. It's like, have you seen 127 hours? Now imagine that underwater, under freezing water. That's except pretty cool. It, uh, except it was 127 seconds. Yeah, you can't you can't claim to be underwater for that's 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 that may stretch the believability a bit. It's like you remember when you were a kid and you would just say the most ridiculous things to like lie to your friends. Oh my god, yeah. That sounds like something you would say. Like, dude, I was under hour I was underwater for hours. And you're like, really? Jesus Christ, dude. When I was a kid, like I had just moved to California and I didn't know anybody, so I wanted like the first friends I made, I wanted to seem as cool as possible. Yeah. And like my mom is rich. That's not an exaggeration. She's like a millionaire. Yeah. But I told them we lived in a goddamn Alaskan palace. <laughs> a like, palace? Like, I had my own arcade room, and we had, like, a billiards room, and we had a room for, like, like a water slide to go into the pool. <laughs> and they're like, holy shit, man. <laughs> then I took it, like, way too far. I'm like, I had my own fighting room with, like, weapons, and I would, like, take a bow staff. (laughs) (laughs) Such a great kid thing. That's such a... I look back on that moment, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. I told them I fought with a bow staff in my training room. Oh, that's just such a great kid exaggeration. Like, yeah, you had your fighting room. Yeah, I had that, like, locked and loaded as soon as you said like these kid exaggerations i'm like oh bro i'm into i get it yeah (laughs) yeah anyway (laughs) the ice road um i like the relationship go ahead i thought you were gonna score it i was saying i like the relationship between liam neeson and his brother i thought that was pretty that was pretty cool it kind of it kind of and i was fucking sad near the end man yeah when what happened to his brother i mean i didn't expect that to happen and he went out like uh who's that one actor from the new star trek movies anton yelkin oh he got yeah. crushed crushed into a fence <laughs> you didn't need to make that fucking comparison he got yelkined bro you don't want to get yelkined <laughs> yelkin is not a verb i assure you I mean, that's what I, that's immediately what I thought of when it happened. I'm like, oh, he got Anton. I thought of like little Tony Cox in fucking Bad Santa or Bernie Mac. Like when Tony Cox like runs into him against the other car and he's just like, oh, you fucker. (laughs) That's, That's where my mind went. We're thinking, yeah. I guess I was thinking of more sad things. But like we haven't even brought up like the the 
the whole plot against them from the yeah. company. I mean, we didn't barely talk. So the miners, there was like a mining accident. And, uh, ah, shoot, who's that? There was one actor I was really happy to see. I forget his name, uh, but he was one of the miners, and he was in the show Lights Out. Did you oh, ever yeah. watch that show? I, I 100% Something agree. As soon as I saw him. Holt I like, McCanny, I, loved, I think? Yeah, Holt McElhaney. Yeah, Holt McElhaney. Yeah, dude, I, I love I that love show. That that was one of those shows that's like, oh, God damn it. They canceled after one season. Yeah, because like it was on FX. FX and they didn't really do that. Like they had all these prestige drama shows that ran for a little while. And I was excited about that one. Then it just, yeah, it never came back. So, yeah, I'm always excited to see him. I was, I was 100% with you as soon as I saw him in the mine. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, could have used a little more of him, but yeah, I was happy to see what I got of him. And uh, it turns out that these the mining company like cheaped out on the materials, so that's why there was an explosion. And to cover it up, they were going to let all the miners die. And so they sent this guy to sabotage the truckers. And uh, yeah, that's where all the action comes from. As he's like trying to take them out any way possible. I felt angry at myself that I didn't see that coming. No, I didn't either. Like it's it just after it happened, I'm like, oh god, it was so obvious. Like this outsider dude wants to ride along, and then like all of a sudden, there's blame placed on the girl. Yeah, I mean, I was I was with you. I was like, could it be her when they were first accusing her because like she had a gun for some reason? I was like, why is she bringing a gun? Well, she's just she was kind of a badass. I like that chick. I can't. I, I didn't look up her name. I, I forget. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, um, I give it like a 6.5. I liked it. I found it pretty watchable, pretty, uh, pretty, I was entertained at parts and yeah. I think I'll match you. 6.5 sounds about right. It's good. If you have a if you you know, if you don't have anything else to watch, not a bad movie. Yeah, it's absolutely. Un- it's good for just a mindless action movie. Right on. All right, Joe. Wraps it up for this week. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll see you and uh, everybody else next week on Screen Streets. Yeah. Bye, everybody. <laughs>